morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, I can't remember my own name apparently, and <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys how the Russell Westbrook trade is already paying dividends. Westbrook was asked about Anthony Davis at the five, and here's what he said. Quote, it can be deadly because AD is obviously one of the best players in the world. He can play inside, he can shoot it, he can pretty much do everything. Him at the five, you never know where he's going to be. He can roll, he can pop, he can space the floor, and that creates an advantage for us in each and every night because there's nobody in the world that can guard him at the five or the four. It really doesn't matter. But him at the five really gives us an advantage, I believe. End quote. So to this point, this is the, the most out there a Laker, anybody really in the Lakers organization, has been able to stick their neck out there to say, yeah, yeah, no, Anthony Davis is a really, really good center, better at the center than he is at the four. And that right there is a giant step forward for the organization. We don't have to relitigate the whole Russell Westbrook, Buddy Heald, entire situation, how all of that went down. We've done that I think 73 different times uh, since the trade actually went down. What we can do is discuss at this point, given the fact that Russell Westbrook is a Laker, the the, the various ways that he improves the team around him uh, just by being Russell Westbrook. And in this case, Russell Westbrook is probably the most confident player (laughs) that I can really remember. And in this case, that confidence, that ability to step up and, and speak this kind of honestly about Anthony Davis is really valuable. <laughs> is is it as valuable as Buddy Heald's uh, spacing, floor spacing would have been? I don't know. But I know in this case, somebody stepping up and saying, hey, AD, you're a center, <laughs> is, is, is something that, you know, is very elementary. It is the kind of thing that we, it's very easy for me to say, And it's very easy for other people writing and analyzing this team and the NBA in general can say. Uh, But for teammates and coaches and executives in the organization, a Lakers organization, by the way, that we know is very, uh, we'll say, guided by LeBron James, Rich Paul, and obviously Anthony Davis— it's not as easy as other for other people to to sit there and say, no, man, like this is what we need from you. And the fact that somebody here is willing to do so publicly, we haven't if it's happened privately, we haven't heard much about it. That it's happening publicly here with Russell Westbrook is again tremendous progress. And I think, by the way. I think Russell Westbrook handled it really well, too. He says, obviously, that AD is a, a perfectly fine four, too. But framing it in regards to the team construct, the the, the concept of, of what is going to make the Lakers best, really kind of puts AD in a bind, right? Look, maybe Anthony Davis goes out there, plays more center, and for whatever reason, statistically, the production isn't there to the extent that we thought it was going to be there. I think that would put the that would that would not be great for the Lakers, but still, let it's it's technically possible. If that happens, then I'm sure Russell Westbrook would be one of the first people to say, "All right, we need to rethink this a little bit here." But as it stands right now, just in terms of what we know about the sport and the way that it's played in in 2021, Anthony Davis is arguably the best center in the league, and so if you want 
to reap the rewards of having the best center in the league on your team, you got to play them at center. Again, very easy for me to say, I'm not going to see Anthony Davis tomorrow. I'm not going to see him. I'm not going to get a text from him or anything like that. Uh, That's not necessarily the case with Frank Vogel, with other role players. You know, we know that Jared Dudley is vocal and, but he wasn't really, you know, interested in throwing Davis anywhere near a bus, let alone under one when describing the positions that Anthony Davis chooses and prefers to play. But in this case, a Laker, and especially one as respected as Russell Westbrook, coming out here and saying, you know what, man, this is what we need for you from, from you, and doing so publicly for everybody to see it and, and framing it around this is what we, the team, need from you is very, very important. Now, it's also possible, by the way, that over the course of the season, Anthony Davis or other Lakers won't appreciate that kind of honesty. But what I will say in this regard, though, is that at every stop of Russell Westbrook's career, he has been hugely respected and and loved by his teammates. Obviously, he was a star at all those stops. And and as we just just discussed with Anthony Davis, uh, not having teammates and coaches all that interested in, in, in ruffling his feathers. I'm sure there weren't very many teammates interested in ruffling Russ's either, but still to the, to what we know and based on conversations that I've had with everybody who has been close to teams that he played on, Russ is one of the more respected NBA players in the league right now. And so I'm sure the way that he handled this publicly and politically right now might change over the course of the year as you get stuck in the muck that is going to be the NBA season. As of right now, though, setting this tone, again, without even getting into the the what if, right, the Marvel what if that will always be Buddy Heald or Russell, Russell Westbrook, this right here is a way that I don't think Heald would have, this isn't a thing that, that Heald could have said publicly. Russ can, and if it makes the Lakers better, then we need to take note of that. All right, in terms of other stuff from across practice, Frank Vogel wasn't interested in giving up the starting lineup. No real surprise there. Uh, He did say, however, that Russell Westbrook's speed really took him by surprise. Not really a surprise there either, if we're all being honest. Uh, and, And again, just as we saw at Media Day, the quotes coming from practice about competition and about a productive competition. Uh, they, they continued. The, the, the quotes about sacrifice, they continued. And so long as that theme continues, I feel pretty good about this Lakers team. That's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, in terms of stuff that you want to uh, pay attention to or, or, or check out at silverscreenroll.com, all of the quotes that we're talking about were written uh, in depth by Jacob and, and Harrison over there at silverscreenroll.com. Uh, on this feed, Harrison and I, we had to switch up the, uh, we had to switch up the rotation this week. Sabrina and I will be recording I Love Basketball today. By the time you guys are listening to this, and then yesterday, uh, Harrison and I recorded Lakers Lounge, in which I told him and surprised him, really shocked him, and shocked everybody on Twitter. Apparently, it seems uh, that I don't really have any complaints right now about the Lakers. So uh, he picks my brain about that, tries to get me to <laughs> to change my tune because that's what Harrison does. So that was a fun conversation there. 
So check out all that stuff. And until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying have a good day.